The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We've been having some hot weather again, so please look in on your neighbors, especially the elderly and the sick. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, July 27, 2021, Tuesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saints today are Saints Natalie and Aurelius. Aurelius was the son of a Moor and a Spanish woman, orphaned as a child. He was secretly raised a Christian by his aunt during the Moorish persecution of Christians. He married a half-Moorish woman who took the name Natalie when she converted to Christianity. They were both beheaded for practicing their religion openly in 852 A.D. Saints Natalie and Aurelius, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. Along with Pope Francis, we pray that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I wanted to start off our time of prayer today by reading a little bit of a short story. So the short story is entitled The Room by Joshua Harris. In that place, between wakefulness and dreams, I found myself in the room. There were no distinguishing features, save for the one wall covered with small index card files. They were like the ones in libraries that list titles by author or subject in alphabetical order. But these files, which stretched from floor to ceiling and seemingly endlessly in either direction, had very different headings. As I drew near the wall of files, the first to catch my attention was one that read, Girls I Have Liked. I opened it and began flipping through the cards. I quickly shut it, shocked to realize that I recognized the names written on each one. And then, without being told, I knew exactly where I was. This lifeless room, with its small files, was a crude catalog system for my life. Here were written the actions of my every moment, big and small, in a detail my memory could not match. A sense of wonder and curiosity, coupled with horror, stirred within me as I began randomly opening files and exploring their content. 
Some brought joy and sweet memories. Others a sense of shame and regret so intense that I would look over my shoulder to see if anyone was watching. A file named Friends was next to one marked Friends I Have Betrayed. The titles ranged from the mundane to the outright weird. Books I have read, lies I have told, comfort I have given, jokes I have laughed at. Some were almost hilarious in their exactness. Things I have yelled at my brothers. Others I could not laugh at. Things I have done in my anger. Things I have muttered under my breath at my parents. I never ceased to be surprised by the contents. Often there were many more cards than I expected, sometimes fewer than I hoped. I was overwhelmed by the sheer volume of the life I had lived. Could it be possible that I had the time in my sixteen years to write each of these thousands or even millions of cards? But each card confirmed this truth. Each was written in my own handwriting. Each signed with my signature. When I pulled out the file marked Songs I Have Listened To, I realized the files grew to contain their contents. The cards were packed tightly, and yet after two or three yards, I hadn't found the end of the file. I shut it, shamed, not so much by the quality of music, but more by the vast amount of time I knew that file represented. The story goes on to tell uh, some more serious sins. And, um, and in a moment of, of, of sadness, of desperation, somebody walks into the room. And that somebody is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ walks in and he, he starts to take out the cards and he writes his name on each one of the cards. The narrator tries to stop him, but there's no stopping him. He starts to write his own name on those cards, and he does so in red ink, which is actually not ink, but his blood. And so it's a, it's a beautiful story, which is meant to show how Christ came, and he took on our sins, and he suffered for our sins. And I wanted to focus on um, on that line that, that, that we just read was, I was overwhelmed by the sheer volume of the life I had lived. And he'd only lived 16 years, he says, you know. Um, but to be face to face in such a clear way with the things that we have done, the things that we have neglected to do, and reminding me of the fact that we will have a judgment. There will be a judgment at the end of our life, which is called the particular judgment. There will also be a judgment at the end of the world when you, Lord Jesus, you come for a second time. There will be the universal judgment. And Jesus, you talk about this at different times during your life. For example, you said, the Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. 
there will be a judgment. And there will come to the fore at that judgment, at both judgments, everything that you and I have done. And that thought, that reality, can be pretty overwhelming. Not just the reality that you and I can do many, many, many things in a short period of time. Sure, it's that. And it's also how I will be judged, right? Or, or, or the possibility or the lack of certainty as to how will I be judged? How will I do? But we can't forget that it's Christ, it's you, Jesus, who will be our judge. And you came to wipe out our sins. You want to forgive us. You want to give us a clean slate. You came to suffer for us. And you want to you want to take all those cards and, yeah, for the, for the sins, you, you write your own name because you suffered for our sins. But, um, but also you want to turn them all into good deeds. And so you come to forgive us. And, uh, and so we can't forget that, right? We can't forget that Christ has come to forgive our sins so that we can be with him forever. And, um, and so it's important to bring our sins to the fore, okay? And the examination of conscience is of great value for that, incalculable value for that very reason. The examination of conscience. Examination of conscience before the sacrament of confession. Preparing well our confession. Calling to mind especially our mortal sins. And it's also great to think and to confess our venial sins and our faults. So there's that examination of conscience in preparation for the sacrament of confession. And there's also the daily examination of conscience, which is a wonderful practice. It, it, it doesn't need to be very long. It could be just a few minutes, perhaps at the end of the day, or it could be really any time, any time of the day. And we ask some fundamental questions in Jesus' presence, in your presence, Lord, just like we're doing it right now. Because when I examine my conscience, I'm not doing it just by myself. I want to do it with you. And what are some of the questions that we could ask? Maybe we ask Jesus that. Jesus, what are things that you'd like me to ask during my examination of conscience? It could be things or questions regarding our sins, our faults, our victories, graces that we received. It's a great opportunity to say thank you to our Lord and also to say sorry. To say an act of contrition. So making a daily examination of conscience helps us turn back frequently to Jesus. And we won't be overwhelmed because we won't be alone. We'll be with our Lord, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so he is excited to hear us say sorry for our sins. And the more specific, the better. Jesus, I'm sorry for being lazy when it came to pray the rosary. Jesus, I'm sorry for that, for that critical thought that I gave into um, about one of my colleagues at work or about my brother. Um, Jesus, I'm sorry uh, for um, having, having judged someone's intentions without really knowing what was going on in their heart. So stuff like that, to be very concrete. And when we bring those specific things to the fore, he forgives us of those. He 
He cures us of those too. So Jesus, I know I shouldn't be overwhelmed by the prospect of being judged. Though, to be honest, (laughs) I am. But I know I shouldn't be because it will be with you. The very same Jesus I'm talking to right now. The very same one who, who guides me along with the Holy Spirit in my daily examination of conscience, in my examination of conscience to prepare for confession. So Jesus, please give me the grace, not just to me, but to all of us. Please give us the grace to be resolute in examining our consciences on a regular basis so that we can love you more and and to get to know ourselves better too. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour, we'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time, July 27, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord.
The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt, he thinks. Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart. God forgets. He hides his face. He does not see. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, He will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true. 
like silver from the furnace. The The words of the Lord are true, like like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak to one another, with lying lips and with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own, who is our master. For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to the salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The The words of the Lord are true, like like silver from the furnace. The Lord teaches the humble His way. He guides the gentle-hearted along the right path. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. There is really no need for me to write to you about this collection for the members of the Church. I already know your willingness and boast about you to the Macedonians with respect to it, saying that Achaia has been ready since last year. Your zeal has stirred up most of them. I nonetheless send the brothers so that our claims for you in this regard may not be shown empty. I do so so that you may be ready, as I have been saying you are, lest any Macedonians come to me and find you unready. Then I should be put to shame, to say nothing of you, for having had this trust. I have thought it necessary to exhort the brothers to go to you and arrange in advance for the bountiful gift you have already promised. It should be ready as a gracious gift not as an exaction. Let me say this much. He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Everyone must give according to what he has inwardly decided, not sadly, not grudgingly, for God loves a cheerful giver. God can multiply his favors among you so that you may always have enough of everything and even a surplus for good works, as it is written. 
He scattered abroad and gave to the poor. His justice endures forever. He who supplies seed for the sower and bread for the eater will provide in abundance. He will multiply the seed you sow and increase your generous yield. In every way your liberality is enriched. Through us it results in thanks offered to God. The administering of this public benefit not only supplies the needs of the members of the Church, but also overflows in much gratitude to God. Because of your praiseworthy service, they are glorifying God for your obedient faith in the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with all. They pray for you longingly because of the surpassing grace God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. The Word of the Lord. Give to others and you will receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For whatever measure you give to others will be the measure you receive. Each person should give according to what he has inwardly decided, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For whatever measure you give to others will be the measure you receive. A reading from a sermon on charity by St. Basil the Great, Bishop. Man should be like the earth and bear fruit. He should not let inanimate matter appear to surpass him. The earth bears crops for your benefit, not for its own. But when you give to the poor... You are bearing fruit which you will gather in for yourself, since the reward for good deeds goes to those who perform them. Give to a hungry man, and what you give becomes yours, and indeed it returns to you with interest. As the sower profits from wheat that falls onto the ground, so will you profit greatly in the world to come from bread that you place before a hungry man. Your husbandry must be the sowing of heavenly seed. Sow integrity for yourselves, says Scripture. You are going to leave your money behind you here, whether you wish to or not. On the other hand, you will take with you to the Lord the honor that you have won through good works. In the presence of the universal judge, all the people will surround you, acclaim you as a public benefactor, and tell of your generosity and kindness. Do you not see how people throw away their wealth on theatrical performances, boxing contests, mimes and fights between men and wild beasts, which are sickening to see, and for all the sake of fleeting honor and popular applause? If you are miserly with your money, how can you expect any similar honor? Your reward for the right use of the things of this world, will be everlasting glory, a crown of righteousness, and the kingdom of heaven. God will welcome you. The angels will praise you. All men who have existed since the world began will call you blessed. 
Do you care nothing for these things and spurn the hopes that lie in the future for the sake of your present enjoyment? Come, distribute your wealth freely. Give generously to those who are in need. Earn for yourself the psalmist's praise. He gave freely to the poor. His righteousness will endure forever. How grateful you should be to your own benefactor. How you should beam with joy at the honor of having other people come to your door instead of being obliged to go to theirs. But you are now ill-humored and unapproachable. You avoid meeting people in case you might be forced to loosen your purse strings even a little. You can say only one thing. I have nothing to give you. I am only a poor man. A poor man you certainly are, and destitute of all real riches. You are poor in love, generosity, faith in God, and hope of eternal happiness. Share your bread with the hungry, and take the poor and homeless into your own house. Then Then your your light will break forth like the dawn, and your holiness will go before you. When you see a man who is naked, clothe him, and do not scorn your brother. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your holiness will go before you. God, our Father and Protector, without you nothing is holy, nothing has value. Guide us to everlasting life by helping us to use wisely the blessings you have given to the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time, July 27th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. A few days ago, we heard the parable of the weeds among the wheat. And in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord explains it. It's from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples came to him. He explained to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. And the good seed means the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the close of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so will it be at the close of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and throw them into the furnace of fire. There, men will weep and gnash their teeth. Then, the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. 
This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, don't discount the value of a good friend. Jesus had very good friends, and we are blessed to be friends of God. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. During their long journey through the desert, the chosen people would set up the tent of meeting outside their camp. It was a holy site, away from the business of the world. To visit the Lord, one had to leave the camp. It was there that Moses went to plead for his people before the Lord. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. There are a number of occasions when Holy Scripture reveals God to be a friend of men. Through the prophet Isaiah, God speaks of Abraham, my friend. The chosen people rely on this friendship to obtain pardon and divine protection. Even more, all of Revelation tends towards the formation of a people who are friends with God, bound to Him by an intimate covenant which is continually renewed. Through this revelation, therefore, the invisible God, out of the abundance of His love, speaks to men as friends and lives among them, so that He may invite and take them into fellowship with Himself. This divine plan came to fruition in the fullness of time when the Son of God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, became man. Friendship presupposes a certain equality and personal contact, but the distance between God and man is infinite. God took on a human nature so that man could take part in his divinity by means of sanctifying grace. Friendship requires mutual love. God reached out to us, and thus we were able to correspond. We love him because he first loved us. Man corresponds by accepting God's love, opening his soul to him, allowing himself to be loved, and expressing his own love in deeds. The essence of the friendship between God and man is to be found in the nature of charity, which is a supernatural gift. God's love has been poured into our hearts. This gift allows us to love God with the same love by which he loves us. Jesus says to us, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. Jesus prays to his Father that the love with which thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. The Christian's joy is rooted in the sure knowledge that God loves him. For God said, You are my friends. What a great joy it is to be able to call ourselves friends of God. In the course of his earthly life, our Lord was always open to friendship with those who approached him. On some occasions, it was he who took the initiative to bring people to himself, as in the cases of Zacchaeus and that of the Samaritan woman. He was a friend to his disciples, and they were quite aware of his concern. When they didn't understand something, they would draw close to him with confidence, as is shown in today's gospel. They ask the Lord, Explain to us the parable. So the Lord takes them apart and reveals to them the meaning of his teachings. The disciples joined in Christ's happiness and in Christ's worries. Christ encouraged them whenever necessary. 
In a like manner, the Lord now offers his friendship to us from the tabernacle. There he will console us, encourage us, pardon us. From the tabernacle, as in the tent of meeting, the Lord speaks with everyone face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Here there is the great difference that our temples house the God-made man, Jesus, the same one who was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary, he who was to die for us on a cross. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 before the hour. Let's pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The man man whose deeds are are blameless and 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 whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you 
his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Praise Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just. For praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. Oh, sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful, and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right, and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord, all who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy who God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love to rescue their souls from death to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. 
The Lord is our help and our shield. In Him do our hearts find joy. We trust in His holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. You know the time in which we are living. It is now the hour for you to wake from sleep, for our salvation is closer than when we first accepted the faith. The night is far spent. The day draws near. Let us cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual excess and lust, not in quarreling and jealousy. Rather, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. My My God God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. I find my refuge in Him, and I am truly free. All my trust is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as He promised through the words of His holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, 
as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Beloved brothers and sisters, we share a heavenly calling under Christ, our High Priest. Let us praise him with shouts of joy. Lord, our God and our Savior. Almighty King, through baptism you conferred on us a royal priesthood. Inspire us to offer you a continual sacrifice of praise. Lord, our God and our Savior. Help us to keep your commandments. That through the power of the Holy Spirit we may live in you and you in us. Lord, our God and our Savior. Give us your eternal wisdom. To be with us today and to guide us. Lord, our God and our Savior. May our companions today be free of sorrow. And filled with joy. Lord, our God and our Savior. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, hear our morning prayer, and let the radiance of your love scatter the gloom of our hearts. The light of heaven's love has restored us to life, Free us from the desires that belong to darkness. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. John and Glenn are coming right up with Morning Air. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.